It's been since right now you told me it's been since September, right? September 7th. September 7th, since we got a last update of you moving into mansions, uh, <laughs> tripling your practice. It's three stories now. So all these things. Hey, yeah. one thing, one thing I, I noticed, cause I was like scrolling through uh, your Instagram a little bit a week or two weeks ago. Dude, you, you've gotten super into photography, huh? Oh my gosh. I love photography so much. Um, I, it's it's it really has been so fun like just taking pictures of the team members and taking pictures of our our patients um and i just got my third camera um there's just so much to learn and it's it's really exciting stuff so talk to me a little bit like why did you i mean like how did you start getting into it but at the same time how do you know you got how do we know we can get a good camera like how do we know we're like oh i just got like you know, like a Nikon, whatever, that was an Amazon deal and I'm going to use it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, um, so I went to the AACD one year, I think it was like two years ago and everyone was talking about dental photography. And I, I sat in one of those courses and I, it was literally so over my head. I had no idea about F-stop, about aperture, about anything and um, and I didn't I didn't have a DSLR, so I I bought one that weekend, and it was shipped to me to my office, mm-hmm. and I didn't even take it out of the box for months. I had spent I had spent almost three thousand dollars because it was through PhotoMed, which is not exactly inexpensive. I spent all that wow. time. It just literally sat in the box, Michael, because. I didn't know how to use it. And then whenever I did try to take it out, like I use the, so they have, they're known to pre-program settings. There's two settings, one for macro, which is all your profile, which is your like face photos. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is for intraoral. And whenever I would use their pre-programmed settings, it was just off. Like it was fuzzy in the background or the lighting was whack and I I honestly it was it was pretty frustrating that I spent so much money on it and I didn't know how to use it so I um I was on social media one day and I and I follow um Adamo do you know Adamo um Adamo no what's his what's huge on Instagram Adamo Elvis um what's his name on social media anyways i'm looking him up right now oh is it his name elvis? is adamo El- elvis so he has like fifteen thousand followers anyways everybody i had heard about his name from other people but i didn't really know who he was and then when i was scrolling my instagram one day i i saw that they were giving a course in livermore which is in the bay area so it wasn't that far of a drive for me since i'm in Folsom. so um the course was seventeen hundred dollars for like a weekend course at this laboratory, microdental microdental lab. Mm-hmm. Um, and it like blew my mind. It was him along with two other um, docs. And they were just, it was the most comprehensive hands-on photography course I have ever taken. So that's what got me started. And then since then, I took another course with Adamo and Amanda C at the Koi Center. Um, and that was exciting. And then I took another course um, by Dr. Eduardo 
I said his name, Diagia. I can't pronounce all these names. But anyways, I've taken in total four dental specific photography courses. And it's just so fun. Like you don't know what you don't know until you like learn it. Right. So um, I just feel like it, it was, it was so funny because my patient yesterday who I, I posted a, like a before and after case on, Mm-hmm. I I ask every time she comes in, I ask her if I can take more photos, and she like she busted up so much because I literally busted out like this whole new um, flash like setup, and I have another camera. So she's like, every time I see you, you literally have more toys, and it's <laughs> so true. Like it's so fun. Like all I want to do, and even you can even ask my team; they all know. Um, whenever a patient like um is getting like Invisalign now or I'm I'm trying to make it so that every new patient starts off with like a smile series, like a real photography series, not just the intraoral stuff. Um and we're making that a priority for this year. That that's how much I love it. That's how that's how important photography is to what we do. It's a game changer. So you're you're doing a series where every like smile makeover you do or Every patient. No, I want it to be every single person who walks through our door. We're going to take extra oral photos on. Like it's, it's amazing. Like it really, it, you see so much when you can take a step back, look at the entire arch, look at the smile lines, look at your profile smile shots. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. How, How have you seen this? I mean, like, are you closing more cases with this? Like how is the photography Cause this sounds like it's, it's, it's not just like, I'm going to buy a camera and then that's it. Right. It's more like you got to do a ton of more stuff and have like a passion, I guess, for it. So how do you, is it, is it paying itself off or how do you see this? Okay. Let's just put it this way. I don't market at all for Invisalign or smile designs. And we have, we basically have at least a handful of big cases per month that I'm doing to the point now where all I'm doing, well, all I'm doing is, is basic. If, if I get one case a week, then I'm done. Like I'm so, I'm, I'm so happy. And my associates, cause now I have two associates, they're doing all the bread and butter d- dentistry. So it's like my dream setup. So you, you, you're it. Like you made it. Do you remember how you said you well, wanted to do I don't know it? about making it. <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm not there yet, but it's, I'm just happy that like, I finally have found two awesome docs. I have a team that like really like supports my passion for photography and Invisalign and doing cosmetic dentistry. And everyone is just on the same page and we're all just rallying to, to make our, our office amazing. Have you ever gotten a patient who doesn't want you to take pictures? Um, I, well, I'll have patients just say like, oh, I didn't know that you were going to take photos or is it okay if I don't take, if you don't take my face, mm-hmm. which I'm totally fine with. Um, but so far, everyone has been really open to the fact of like, I'm going to be taking their, their teeth photos. So that, that hasn't been an issue. Gotcha. When it comes to extra oral photos, what to you has what have you seen performs the best? Is it like the whole face or just the smile or the profile? Or what? I, oh gosh. I, I think it's, 
it goes hand in hand with everything. So now our now our our workflow is we're taking a full series like a like you know all the all the different shots. I don't even know how many shots I take. Um, Allison makes fun of me because she says sometimes I take. 20 and sometimes I take 200 so it just, <laughs> it just depends on my mood um but now like before I like go in like we do an iTero scan on every new patient that's mandatory that's wow. like it's so awesome just explaining to patients what we're seeing and showing them infrared technology and and like crazy signs and all that and then when we're taking photos like high quality photos we upload it to our shared drive so you can access it on every computer. And before I walk in, all those photos are already loaded in the patient's chart. So now we're looking at a very big close-up view of patient's teeth. And now they're actually the ones who are pointing stuff out. Like, uh, oh, I, I didn't realize I had a chip there. And, and what's that, doc? Like, why is it dark? It's amazing. That's pretty good, man. That's really... So how long is your new patient exam now? Um, it's like five hours. <laughs> 200 no, pictures? Yeah. I know. No, but okay. So this is something that I just had a meeting with, with Judy about just like our timing and, and our efficiencies in the office because mm -hmm. we are very comprehensive, which, um, you know, like that, that is really important to me to be able to educate our patients about everything that we're seeing. So New patient exams can go two and a half hours if it's really comprehensive, like two and a half, sometimes three, depending on like what we're talking about. But I would say two to two and a half hours is is generally our, our new patient experience. Man, and how much of that two hours? That's, 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 that's good. But I mean, like, it's a lot. To, but like, how much of those two hours would you say is just photography? Um, I would say 15 minutes. Oh, okay. And the patient never gets tired. Ne they're never like, oh, oh I'm sure they get tired. I don't care. Hey, but you know what? It, it really shows your, you care. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're yeah. really getting into the, like you're getting into everything of their, of their smile, you know? Oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's a game changer. And you, I tell you what. So since COVID happened, we don't have a real waiting room anymore since we're having all of our patients wait in their cars. I actually converted our front, like our waiting area into my photo studio. I don't know if you saw that. So now I have my soft boxes there. I have a couple other like diffusers and, and it's, it's been awesome because so the first thing that patients see now when they walk in is the photo setup, but sometimes they'll even just see me capturing photos on patients. So it's always, it's like um, starting a conversation with them because they'll ask like, oh, what's Dr. Ashley doing? Or like, oh, is something important going on? Like they can see that, that we're taking the time to do this for our patients. Yeah. That's cool. If they ask like, is something important going on? You yeah. Know, yeah. You. And then yeah, like, oh, you yeah. exactly. Oh, wow. Exactly. It's, it's, it's so awesome. Like, so in, in five years, I say this out loud because I, I really want another location in five years where we have just like a bigger space mm -hmm. um, because we have outgrown our space. Michael, I have, there's 15 employees now and wow. Um, and I still have 1,900 square feet. So 
it's it's very cramped. And did you see my break room? You You're, remember my break room, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember your break room, huh? Yes, it's very hard to socially distance in the break room. <laughs> I immediately thought like Ashley's not doing this in her, her like in right. your, are you still or no? No, you can't, right? I can't what? Socially distance with your employees in the break room. Oh no, it's really hard. I mean, we we stagger lunches and then so uh, Karen, she's so cute. She practically eats in the mechanical room and then someone is like, by the window and we open the window. Like it's, it's really yeah. bad. Wow, man, dude, that's, are you planning to expand more in there? Like, okay, we're going to build like an upstairs or more in there or uh, you're just going to move out of there? No, because remember my neighbor isn't the nicest person. Oh, the jerk, yeah. And we have a parking issue. Still? So, Oh, yeah. Like, I only have, like, six spots for my entire office. But he still gives you trouble or no? Oh, just the other day he came in and was like, I'm going to sue I'm gonna sue whoever's parked in my property. He doesn't even have a business yet, Michael. They're still not even open. He still doesn't have a business? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a senior care home. Who's going to put their loved one in, during COVID times? What the heck is up with this guy? Why is he still like that? Oh, because he's a douche man Sorry. somebody beating his cheerios man like that's that's that sucks dude okay so you're gonna move have you been looking for spots or no mm-hmm. yeah i actually looked at a, a building oh my gosh okay so of course i don't want to just buy and of course i want to do it from the ground up again mm-hmm. and i found this building it's so beautiful like floor to ceiling windows on uh, on a very busy street um just the building alone was 1.8 so but you got that you make that like in a month ashley so <laughs> it's okay it's okay I mean, uh, too bad i don't have like bitcoin <laughs> bitcoin i know right they're doing amazing right now but anyway so you 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 found the building it's 1.8 are you thinking to get it oh no that's way too expensive that's like that's before you even put a dental office in there. And how much was yours right now that you're at right now again? How much did we invest? Yeah. Um, so I bought my building for three fifty. That oh, was yeah. three and a half years ago. And then or a little over three and a half years ago. And then I put in five, five for the build out. Okay, so five, six, seven, eight. And then all the technology. So that doesn't include the tech. Okay, okay. So it's like, okay, got you. So the 1.8 does not include technology or anything like that. Oh, gosh, no. That's just a cold shell building. Jeez. Okay, so what is option two then? Where, where, have you been, where are you more leaning more towards where it's like this is more of a reality? Well, more of a reality is just really um, system- Systemizing, systematizing. I never know what word is correct. Wow, I didn't know um, there was a second one. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> so we we really need to buckle down like where we are being inefficient with our timing, especially now that we only have six ops. And sometimes, I mean, not even sometimes, all the time we're running six ops. So we don't have the ability or the capacity to just add same-day treatment or scan anybody else who shows an interest in Invisalign. So we're really losing the capability of adding production to our schedule. Mm. 
Gotcha. So right now you're just going to try and systematize until you can get the 1.8 million place? Yes, because we're not the we're not the fastest office and it's my fault. Like I I'm a slow doc. Like I I say that all the time, but I think I am the world's slowest doc and I'll talk and talk. And I created a culture where, yeah, like we do chat with our patients and we get friendly and and then before you know it, 30, 45 minutes goes by and we're still not even starting the procedure. Like, so all of those things that we were doing in the beginning when we weren't at capacity has to get nipped in the butt because we are definitely at capacity and, and it's just, it's making us not as productive as we can be. But wouldn't you say that is kind of like the, the stuff that makes more per, or collections you know what I mean like talking to them getting to know them then they like open up to you yes I, I think so but I think there has to be a sweet spot like we have every patient has to know that it that we're not rushing that we don't um we like we don't make them wait um we're not double booking but if we don't cut our conversation down then it really impacts the next person who is supposed to be seen and that's not that's not fair to that person who's now waiting in their car because we don't have a waiting room anymore Mm -hmm. waiting in their car for 15 minutes 20 minutes like i've given um pete's coffee gift cards because we're we still don't have a room available um and we're waiting for that patient to come in gotcha gotcha that's kind of tough man that's a tough situation that you're in um I have a question regarding the photography though. How much, if somebody's looking to do this, right? They're listening to you and then they're like, man, I, I really want to do what Ashley's doing. Um, which by the way, guys, if you haven't followed her on Instagram, you can go in the show notes below, follow her on Instagram, check it <laughs> out. But um, how much did, did everything cost you? So a DSLR, I would say either Canon or Nikon, they're, they're amazing. Uh, you are most likely going to spend about 2,500 bucks. And then you, um, you need to figure out how to use it. So don't be cheap. Actually go to a course, go to a couple courses, pay for that. Cause that's what is going to sell your next big case. Photography setups, like once you have your DSLR, you can buy all of like the flashes and all of that, like the soft boxes or the speed light flashes. I got all of those on Amazon. So that's like not expensive. So it's just buying, buying the camera, buying an amazing lens. So we need to have macro lenses. You have to have about, I think a uh, hundred millimeter lens is mm-hmm. what is considered normal for, um, for, you know, for our close-up shots of teeth. Um, so all in, I would say 3000 for your flashes and, and such. Gotcha. So 3000 for everything? Yes. Okay. I don't know why I thought it was like a 10000 It looked like your setup looks pretty, pretty awesome. So that's why I was like, okay, three cameras that you got and the whole everything. I thought that was more than, you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, that's like just for one camera. <laughs> so. Oh. I'm just extra and uh, I always have to have so many things. What sparked it was 
Um, I, I have a Canon, but I always wanted to see what a Nikon was like. So that's why I bought a Nikon the next time. Oh, wait, well, that reminds me, do you still have, okay, so you're taking the photography of the patients and the team, right? Like just everybody around the team and everything? You're doing that? I'm trying to. We did like a photo shoot a couple weeks ago. I still haven't posted those photos. I'm, yeah, I, I would say I'm not taking as many photos of the team as I would like with my DSLR because I don't know how to. Okay. Macro, macro photography is very different than like stills, like lifestyle shots. Mm-hmm. So. So then mm-hmm. that, that kind of, do you still have that girl who does your social media then? Like who like, you know, goes around and. Oh, Allison. Yeah. No. So she, she's no longer handling um, that stuff. She just, she was getting overwhelmed with doing social and then like I I wanted her to do videos too especially for our big cases like just documenting the patient's story and on top of that like being our patient care coordinator which um she she was just too overwhelmed so I told her just to focus on on the front office so nobody's doing that right now no would you be still interested in someone to do that or not um Yes, but I don't want anybody to do it. Like, I would, I wouldn't want it to be done by like an outside company or anything like that. Or even like, they have to know my culture, my office culture. They have to be in there and like, yeah. If I mean, I would totally consider hiring someone, even if it's a few hours a day, just creating content for us. But they have to come into our office and do it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So talk to me a little bit about the struggles that you've been facing since the last time we talked, which, or the last time the episode came out, which was in September. What have you been, what can you recall where you're like, dang, that was like a huge headache? Um, I, I think the biggest headaches have been just with how large my team is now and, and trying to get like, calibration done with with having such a big team and having systems in place and we grew basic we basically grew so fast that it wasn't growing in the right way like i um so after after we reopened from covid i needed like more assistance i need another hygienist and it I hired new people and we lost all of the things that I really loved about having a small team, which was we used to meet every Mondays to like check in with each other and talk about any issues and talk about, you know, like the highs and lows of of the week. Um, we We didn't do that anymore because now we offer like split shifts. We have later evening hours. We are open on Fridays. Um, so now the entire team isn't always available at the same time. So I would say that has been a struggle. So um, we had an office meeting, just like a kickoff New Year's meeting last week. Mm-hmm. And, and we were able to sit down and just game plan. Like, like listen, we're going to slow down so that we can catch up. And we're going to make meetings a priority. So... Allison has already pre-booked our schedule. So we're going to have monthly team meetings. Um, 
where we set aside one hour as a team and then the other hour will be calibration between back office. Um, I wanna sit down and now that I have two docs, I wanna make sure that we can go over cases together. And so I'm not, I'm not really seeing new patients anymore. That has been a crazy mindset shift for me, honestly, Michael. Like, do you remember how Mike, like, uh, obviously you remember documenting. <laughs> documenting. Like, who doesn't remember my life, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like how far I've come in terms of, remember I didn't want to, sh- to delegate anything. Like I wanted Dude, my it was hand. Like your, yeah, you wanted it and everything, everything. Everything. Like I did it. I wanted to oversee every social media post. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. Um, and now to go from that to not seeing new patients, like so, it's weird. It's weird to me to not know everybody in my office now. Like, oh, who's that patient? Like, I don't, I haven't met them. That has been like, I will say that has been a challenge, like more so in the beginning, I was feeling a little um, inadequate. I I don't know if that's the right word. I remember, but but I remember like you were gone for your pregnancy, right? And then when you came back, you felt like it wasn't really your practice anymore. And that bugged you a ton. Yeah. And and now you're kind of, would you say you're in the same position now or not? No, I am, I am so in a different space now. Like, I love the fact that it's not just me anymore. I love, love, love the fact that Tiffany and Cassie are, are meeting our patients, are getting to know them. Like, I, I used to think that um, I would feel really, like, sad. Well, I did feel sad when, when I wasn't the one doing the crowns or meeting patients for the first time like that was an adjustment period for sure Mm -hmm. but now it's like I I don't want patients to go to the front office and and say oh I only want to see Dr. Ashley but you you got that before how did you fix that then because I know there's a lot of doctors right now who like you know how you would put yourself out on social media all the time right encourage right like you encourage that all the time like document your stuff and, and and put yourself out so then whenever they hire an associate, the patient comes and they're like, oh, no, I only want to see Ashley. How did you transition like to where you're at now? How, how is it more? How can you get that like where, where, where you're at right now? I think it is just figuring out like what the end goal for this office ultimately is going to be. And and do I love dentistry? Yes, I love dentistry. But am I in love with every procedure? No. And I'm, I'm in love with, with the conversations. I'm in love with like the patient care and like just having that relationship, but at what cost? Like I was having a lot of um, health issues. Not, I, w- I don't want to call it health issues because that sounds so severe, but I've been noticing that I am not able to do long, do a lot of like um, staring down for too long. Mm -hmm. Like I've been getting lots of migraines and um, most recently I've been feeling pretty lightheaded. So I don't know that that has anything to do with um, old age. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm just tired. I, I, and I just want to want to not have 
all of that on my plate anymore. Yeah. And, and like, I know like a lot of doctors listening, they like, ugh, like we grew up with Smile and Co, right? Like you can say that because we're like, <laughs> we remember where you were just like, it was a dream. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? And then you quit your associateship and then now you're here, right? And, but then how did you, so how did you get people, your patients that come in to say, hey, I want to see, what's the, your associates' names? Cassie and Tiffany. Tiffany and Cassie. How did you get them to say like, I want to see Tiffany and Cassie? Although you're still on social media, like posting your stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, this is Dr. Ashley. She's the owner and people are like, that's cool. But I want to see Tiffany. How did you get that? Well, it's, it's been a ramp up process. So just, um, so I don't know if you've noticed, but on the Smile and Co. Instagram and even on the Smile and Co. Facebook, it's a lot less of me and more of the team and the associates. Um, so I think hyping them up more, a lot of edifying when they are in the office. So my team, it, like the, the hygienist and everybody from the front to the back, they now are just talking up the two amazing doctors who Dr. Ashley handpicked and, and she trusts. To, to see her patients, um, she trusts to see her family. Like just talking them up has been huge. Got you. I like that. I like the way they say it. Like Dr. Ashley handpicked these two amazing doctors. You know what I mean? Like that's cool because it, it still shows like, okay, you know what I mean? Who everybody trusts and believes in, Ashley picked these two people who are amazing. You know what I mean? And it's like you got to trust and believe them too. So I like that. That's a good way to describe it and word it. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of, um, a lot of it is just um, like the pass off, like uh, mm -hmm. they call, I, I forget where I learned it, but the pass off, aka the transfer of trust. So as long as whoever, like, as if you are introducing someone like new in our office, we always make sure to, to compliment that person in front of the patient, like. So I do that with everything. Like, so if I'm working on a crown and I have an EF2, like Jess, Jessica's one of my EF2s. If I get up and I know that Jess is now going to do the buildup, you know, impression and, and do the temp, before I get up, I'll say like, Mrs. Jones, um, I'm not sure if you've met Jessica or even, or if you even know how Jessica and I came to work together, but she is amazing. Like she is a, a perfectionist. She is going to take um, the most excellent care of you. And I actually stole her from our last practice because she was that good. Like, so, so now Jess like comes in and the patient says, oh yeah, well, you know, Dr. Ashley likes you and trusts you, then I'll trust you too. Yeah. So it's honestly a little bit, it took a lot of work on your side. You know what I mean? To like to talk them up. I would be like, Ashley's so rich. She has so much money, <laughs> patient. You don't even understand. A swing of her house, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's currently looking at a 1.8 million. I don't even know what it is, but something. They'll, they'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, I trust her. But um, dude, that's, that's awesome. I like that. That's really, really good insight. So I want to ask you, because I know you said you learned a lot of this from somewhere. From... I mean, would you say how would you say you grew fast at a reasonable pace or slow? 
I mean, I think we grew fast. I did. I never anticipated having a team our size in our office. I didn't like. I couldn't even. So we are. We you know we just finished our three year anniversary. If you would have told me that a startup in California with like really bad demographics would now have three docs and you know fifteen total employees in our in our tiny space. I would have said no way like that. Like I, I, I wouldn't even be able to fathom that. Yeah. Um, and in fact, like I kick myself all the time because the building right next to us, the, the, own, the, the guy who's not so nice and friendly, yeah. mm-hmm. that building, Michael was actually vacant when I bought my building. It was vacant. It, it's like a 4,000 square foot building. Um, and my building is only 1900 square feet. And at the time, at the time that my broker was like looking at, at my building, he actually asked me about the building next door. And I said, no, like, there's no way I'm going, I'm going to, to fill that with patients. Like, it's a very scary thing thinking mm-hmm. like, oh, you're like, you invest in all this money in like a startup and then what if it flops like what if nobody comes um so yeah no i i think we grew like super fast and especially for the fact that we've spent less than four thousand dollars in three and a half years of marketing i think that's i know it's it's like i i still can't believe like where like I, I pinch myself that this is the path that Smile & Co. is on. Like, yeah. I feel so blessed. I'm so grateful. Do you see any sight of the guy next door to you moving anytime soon or not? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I really hope he just goes bankrupt. <laughs> I, can, so I can take that building. Like, honestly, he's so mean. <laughs> he's so mean. He's, like, come into our office. And like, just yelled at our front, like Allison, or like yelled at patients. What so, a douche! Can't you just like sue him or something? Like, you'd be like, "Hey, he's trespassing." Dude, I know. No, he's he's not a nice man. Oh. And but I believe in karma. So the fact that he has been building this this senior care facility for I don't know has it been like two years now, and know. they're still not done. And then he's opening in a in a crazy pandemic where people are dying in senior care homes. Like, you know, I feel like he's kind of screwed. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, we'll see. Who knows? <laughs> we, don't, <laughs> we, don't, we don't know. So then I wanted to, I wanted to kind of like ask you, because I, I feel like you kind of grew really fast, right? And I know throughout the process, I mean, this is going to be like a one question, but like I know throughout the process, you've, you've joined masterminds, you've, you've done photography course, you know what I mean? You've done a lot of stuff. Yeah. But what what would you say helped you grow this fast? Like what do you contribute that to? What started pivoting and changing your mindset once you maybe attended a course or an event or or did something? What would you say where you're like that was the pivotal moment where I, I started transitioning or my mindset changed or something? <sighs> I I think that gosh. Honestly, I believe that we grew so fast 
because we really we didn't hurt anybody we like we take our time with our patients to like they they can see that we're not rushing during procedures they can see that we honestly care about them and and we they never felt judged or pressured into treatment um and it's just some good old fashioned customer service and then when is and we attracted a lot of people who are terrified of the dentist because i am terrified of the dentist and i told everybody that and mm -hmm. that is most dentists are not talking about how they hate or fear going to the dentist so i think that that struck a chord with people i think i think when when you are vulnerable with with your patients and you don't necessarily have to abide by certain rules about how you should treat them or how you should act or what kind of music you should be playing or how you need to do x y and z to be deemed professional i think i think when you break the rules and create your own it it's different and people are drawn to different especially in our industry where nobody likes going to the dentist so when when we did that and patients now like are not scared to come to see us they've become our raving fans so they tell their family members and friends they post about us on social media they story about us dancing with them and singing with them like it's it's a very casual experience that sparked buzz yeah that's good, man. That's good. And I know, like, I think it was in a movie or I forgot where. I think the movie was called Shooter. I forgot. It's with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, uh, I love that movie. You remember when he says slow is smooth and smooth is fast? That. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no. But okay. <laughs> but, but think about it. What did you say that's kind of like in the aspect of your, what you guys are doing? Right? Because you're like, oh, we're real. I'm really slow. But look at where you're at. It, it, you're slow, but everything moved fast. Right. How smooth it went. Man, right. that is, dude, tattoo that on your ankle or something. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. That's pretty cool, man, because I feel like that, that's the, what you're, what you're kind of doing throughout this whole process. You know what I mean? Uh, thanks, Michael. I don't have any tattoos, but if I did, I would tell, would you have any tattoos? No, what did, would you put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari? Uh, no. no, come on. <laughs> Anyways, uh, there's so many more stuff I want to ask, but uh, oh my uh, god, we, we're running out of time. So, like, one thing I wanted to bring up is, dude, yeah. I didn't know that there was a most educational Facebook group of 2020 poll. Holy crap! Neither did I. When when. Because I'm I'm not on Instagram as much anymore these days. I mean I'm I'm gonna start being on more these days. So people reach out if you want. But um, when when I saw the tag, I was like, the making of a dental startup for business management. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and it's funny because like somebody wanted to hear about the trademark issue that you had, right? Because I don't know if you kind of saw the recent posts there has been in that Facebook group. Which by the way, if anybody's listening and you're not a part of that Facebook group, go join. Um, but in there, they somebody asked about the trademarks, right? Like, how how can you, can I just copy another practice's name? 
That's what they said. And so I was like, you should listen to this uh, episode. And it was yours, right? But, <laughs> but at the beginning, <laughs> you talk about like your period and your flow and everything like that. And I'm like, this is... <laughs> and I'm, so I look at it and I'm like, business management 2020. <laughs> oh but it's good information man it's good information awesome man congrats ashley that's that's really awesome oh well congrats to you too my friend we did this together so it's been an awesome awesome ride for our startup crew and and what's next on the horizon michael if you want to spill the beans so the next thing what we're going to keep doing is um we want to continue to document startups the way Ashley grew. So we're going to document startups. We're thinking about maybe doing three a year, but the documentation process, as you know, just like Ashley, it has to be all the ins and outs and everything, right? So if Ashley asks him like, hey, how broke are you? Give me a dollar figure. <laughs> we want to, we <laughs> you know what I mean? We want to know how broke they are and things like that. Or, or hey, in reality, what did that one consultant say? And then they let us know. And then we're like, what's the name of the consultant? We got to know that. You know what I mean? So that's that's what we want to do. We want to bring that for you guys so you can kind of get a better picture of it. We we know you guys love that. So yeah, that's on the horizon. That's coming in February. This next two weeks from now. Oh my God. That's amazing. Dude, happy anniversary. I, gotta, I think I told you oh, that. But thank you. Happy anniversary too. Wait, I can't wait where we can actually um, celebrate together. How amazing would that be? <laughs> what do you mean? Wait, are, you know, like when we can not wear masks anymore and hug and. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about you and Brian. I was like, you're home with him. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said happy anniversary. Anyways, so. Yeah, oh, man, I see. I can't. I can't wait for that either. I was kind of bummed out that Voices of Dentistry was like canceled you know and all these other yeah. things and but um hopefully soon man hopefully soon we can all hang out and we can party at smile and co anniversary four years Ugh, that'd be so fun dude imagine in four years hey could you do that could you build a second story or no you think that'd be too different it, um if if i did where would people park oh yeah Stupid <laughs> jerk, I mean, that guy. We do, do something about it, man. Do something about it. But anyways, awesome. If you can, Ashley, one of these days, because I know we're going to get a lot of questions about this in this episode. Can you kind of give us a little bit of a rundown if there's a lot of people asking about like your photography equipment and stuff like that? Yeah, I, I'd be happy to share what my setup looks like for sure. Yeah, like more like a Facebook Live, you can do or anything like that. Just if you guys are interested, definitely uh, let us know that way. The only reason why I hesitate, though, isn't because I don't want to share. It's because it's not my education to share. You know what I mean? Like, because I went to courses. So if I just give away the stuff that I learned from those courses, I think it'll take away from where I learned it. That's the only reason. Yeah. Yeah. But in the course, do they teach you, like, what to buy, or you just do that on your own, and then they teach oh, no, you what to take? Oh no, they'll teach you everything. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. okay, 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 got you, got you, yes. got you. Okay, okay. Well, it's up to you then. 
whatever you want to do, but let us know. <laughs> All righty. Sign us out. All right, guys. Well, thank you for uh, catching up with us. I know it's been, you know, like five years since we recorded. Um, it's been amazing. Like just be, if you're part of the group, um, thank you for being in our community and, and we promise to get back to it and, and, and deliver more content. And, and that is the purpose behind documenting the next startup. So stay tuned for that. Um, and message me anytime on, I'm mostly on Instagram. I'm hardly on Facebook. I get a lot of spammers on Facebook for whatever reason. So, uh, look me up, Ashley Hobez DDS. And, um, yeah, join our group, leave us a review and we'll talk to you soon. Hopefully again, (laughs) everybody take care. Bye-bye. Bye guys.